0: So perhaps the way to introduce this idea, this brief but very important and powerful idea, is with a fantastic quote, I love this quote, from the late Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. Rabbi Sachs had a line, he said, Life is a journey, not a destination. We should constantly set ourselves new challenges that take us out of our comfort zone. Life is growth. Life is growth. And I think this is very much a whole... It's a whole person approach to Yiddishkeit. It's a macro approach and it's a fundamental orientation that really defines everything about our Yahadis. Is Yahadis about an accomplishment? A threshold of achievement or is it about a direction an orientation meaning is it about what we've done or is it about where we're going so if you would ask the late Dr. Kovracha, he would tell you it's about where you're going obviously every person is in a different place in their relationship with the Shalom, in their relationship with mitzvos, with how and what they do. But the the fundamental question, really much deeper than that, is what's your direction? What's your orientation? And so this issue is really crucial. And the title of this section, now here in the Bayam Darkechah, it's about tefillah, but I, I really want to focus on it more globally for the moment. Ostalit <laughs> here on page Reish Zion. Laalos Besulam Hamadregos Laalos means to to go up Besulam Hamadregos I'm scared. I'm scared. With oh you only got time Yes Madregos What are Madregos Stairs A Sulam What's a ladder. Sulam It's a ladder This is the fundamental question. Do we view life as a ladder? Do we view it as a staircase? Now, in many ways, for a lot of us... game shoots and ladders. Oh, good. But this question, the fundamental question is, are we comfortable with that model? There are many people who, I don't know, they're 40, they're 50, or they're 15, they say, this is it. This is it. From the year on in, I'm just going to mail it out. I'm going to stay where I am, and we know many people like that. And there's a part of us that feels like that. We're comfortable in this space, whatever quote. that. What's that? Status quo. Status quo. Spiritually fat. So but I'm not. Fat. I'm not going to use the pejorative term that they're fat, but that we and when we think like that. Comfortable. But we think, exactly we're comfortable, and we think we've essentially we've arrived. This is who we are. This is what we do. Right, this is this is who I am, and we we just basically say to ourselves, there is no more, there is no more change or growth or development, which is probably the most important word here. This is who we are. My mom never went to shul, so I don't go to shul, and I'm never going to go to shul. Whatever you know, whatever the narrative is, you know, I've never said Alef My parents never said Alef and I'm not going to start saying all Whatever the thing is. And, you know, I've never done this practice or that practice. And practice is just, it's an expression of something. It's easy to measure, which is why I use it as an example. But it's, it's a manifestation of mindset. a mindset. It's a mindset. Now, I understand very well why living in the mindset of a ladder... The Sulam or the Madregos or the stairs is, is scary. And sometimes it's intimidating. As human beings, we need a destination. Well, ex- well that's, we that's, and a that's also part of the challenge. That if, if, as Rabbi Sachs is telling us, life is not about the destination, life is about the journey, so that makes it more ethereal. It makes it less tangible. That's but I mean. it's also, there's the feeling of wait a minute if I'm opening myself Mm -hmm. up to new ideas, well, what does it mean about my past? If I haven't said alamichah for 30 years and I start saying it now, what does that say about me? So this goes back to a fundamental yisod, which is really at the heart of this whole idea of La Los B'Sullam Amadregos, comes from a book, classic book by Carol Dweck called Mindset. There are two kinds of mindsets in life. There's a fixed (coughs) mindset and then there's a growth mindset a fixed mindset says if i fail at this puzzle or this board game it means that i cannot be good at it i am not skilled in this area i should avoid this area because my life is fixed and that feedback is telling me something about myself which is fixed kids who have a fixed <coughs> mindset they don't want to try new things because they're afraid that it's gonna tell them something negative about themselves. But kids who have a growth mindset, they say, you know what, maybe I'll play baseball. Maybe I'll find out that I like baseball. Maybe I'll find out that I don't like baseball. Maybe I'll find out that if I practice, I'll actually have more ability than I thought I did. But let's say the fact is that the person practices baseball and it doesn't really work out for them. It doesn't say anything about them. A growth mindset, it gives you feedback, it gives you insight, but it's not judging. So a person who looks at Yiddishkeit with a fixed mindset says, well, if I haven't said Asher Yatza for 20 years, if I've said and Hara for 20 years, or 30 years, or 50 years, or 5 years, so then that must be that that's the kind of person that I am. As opposed to if you say, wait a second, the fact that I did that for 50 years doesn't really matter. You know, like Rav Cook talks about how tshuva is primarily about the front, the front of us, the, the, the life that's ahead of us. The front, not the back. Chuvah that's that's we is—it's exactly Juva is primarily, according to Rav Koch, forward thinking, not looking in the rearview mirror. But this is a fundamental trap. This is a fundamental pitfall that we oftentimes forget that this is life. It's lalos besulam hamadregos. If a person thinks, "I'm done, I'm done, I've accomplished," I've achieved, I'm done. Then they're not growing anymore. Then are they really living? Are they really living? You no. Know, there was a very sharp, you know, there was a, a very sharp, very, very sharp Hasidic rabbi, one of the great Hasidic masters, the kotzker, the holy rabbinachim Nachman the Morganstern of kotzk. This was very, very sharp. He was a very, very sharp man. He's got descendants in our community. Oh, that's right, Morganstern. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Holy kotzker, great, great. one of the Hasidim said to him, Hashem mm-hmm. Matrash Asurim, Hashem Zokev Kafufim, Hashem Oiv Tzadikim. So the Hasidim said, Rebbe, why does Hashem, why does he put the Tzadikim together with people who who in many ways are limited and they're broken and, and they're struggling? So the kotzker said, anybody who thinks they're a tzadik already, their mom is broken. Their mom is very limited. Because the idea of life is seeking that next opportunity for growth. And how do we think about this? How do we free ourselves from the fixed mindset? How do we free ourselves from judging what we've been in the past to allow ourselves, to give ourselves permission? You talk to people, they, you know, they say, "You know, I, I don't want to, it's the worst thing. I, I don't want to learn that. I once gave a shir many years ago on Shabbos and heating food on Shabbos. And then there was a woman who said to the hostess, she said, I can't go, I don't want to learn that. Which is a very sad thing. doesn't mean... why, Why was that? Why do you think it was that she didn't want to go? She didn't, didn't want to find out it. what she was doing wrong. Exactly, yeah, and instead of doing it. exactly, and it's instead it's of saying to where you're exactly, going. instead of saying, look, maybe I'm not on that madrega, but I'm comfortable to be in a growth mindset, and maybe one day I'll get to that. Maybe one day I'll consider that I'm going to figure out what my relationships. Nope. You have to be a little vulnerable. That yeah, they, uh, yeah. growth mindset is all about vulnerability. Yeah, exactly. You're not showing so up. Ah, oh, exactly. Right. So that's what Rabbi Sachs was pointing out at the beginning. Get us out of our comfort zone. Right? This is the old Brene Brown Torah of vulnerability. Vulnerability is living. If you're not putting yourself in that place where you're vulnerable, of course... The whole essence of human being is being vulnerable. That's the essence of davening—is feeling that vulnerability. Right. There's there certain but, crustaceans. I think, yes, that, uh, they 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 are in a shell. And, and, the, the and lobsters. Big for the shell, the lobster, lobsters, and exactly. The shell in exactly. So this is the question: How do we? How do we wrap our head around this idea? How do we really embrace the notion that life is about growth? And the truth is, obviously, this is a bit of a crude or a crass muscle. Did you ever say to a very big, successful, uh, you know, accomplished business person, did you ever say to them, you know, your business is very good, why don't you just mail it in now? Why do you look for new customers? Why are you looking for, for new clients? Why are you looking to build a new practice? Why? why? You're, you're, I don't know, 55 years old, you're 40 years old, you must speak, you're 65 years old, why don't you just mail it in? Because the person says, because I'm alive. So I can keep growing. Right? Did the business my, my, my daddy used to say, oh, the, they the, successful successful the, the successful people in life will, will do what the unsuccessful people are, are scared to do.
1: Why are they scared? Because yeah,
0: sure. they, they don't do. want to push right. to that level of vulnerability. Right. They are complacent with where they're at. And this is true in Ruchnis. Now, it's obviously very different in Ruchnis, because in business, you have X number of customers, you have X number of patients or clients or or you know, whatever you call them, x number of dollars. It's measurable. It is about accruing a certain amount for certain things. In yados, it's not like that, but I think it has a lot in common. That people who are very successful in different areas of work, they are ambitious. They constantly seek new goals. They don't say, you know, my mother, my mother, she was uh, she was, uh, I don't know, she was an accomplished person, so she earned $30,000 a year, so I'm going to earn $30,000 a year because that's what my mother did in the 1950s. Do people say that? Does someone say, does someone say, you know, in my parents' generation, my grandparents' generation, they had shul dances that were mixed between men and women, married men and women, dancing with who knows what, because that was what it was for whatever reason in the 1950s. Are we going to say, oh, that, that's what we should have today. That's what, it was good enough in the 50s. It was good enough to earn $30,000 in the 50s, wasn't it? But that's not a growth mindset. That's a fixed mindset for the 1950s. Sula Mutzav arza, a person is that ladder that's constantly looking to grow. Now, of course, Rav Cook would describe it, or as a tshubha, that when a person goes up a ladder, you have to be careful. What happens if you try to jump too many rungs on the ladder, Mason? What happens if you try to jump up a ladder too far? What are you going to do? What's going to happen to you? you yeah. You're going to fall you're going to get hurt. So you have to go, shuvah ha in most cases. You have to go step by step. You know, I, for 10 years, I never dived in a shul. So I'm going to start coming Monday. Monday, Shacharis. You know what then you're going to find? Maybe you also have time on Thursday. Then you have time on Sunday. And you have time once in a while. And shuvah ha a lot, lot. But if a person decides to find themselves fixed, I'm not a shul-goer. You ever heard that term? I'm not a shul-goer. What does that mean? What does that Stamped at your pants? I'm not a goer. What, what does that mean? I'm not a, shul- I'm, I'm a goer. The idea of Lalo's besulma madregos could be, you know what, that's fine. That five years ago, years ago I wasn't a goer. But maybe today I am a goer. Maybe I'm going to try. Right? What is it? We have to really dig into ourselves. What is it that's inhibiting us, that's holding us back from viewing life as a ladder? The many Musar svarim—they like to talk about life as a backward escalator. Now that's very harsh, but that's a very Musar view—that it's a down escalator. There are a lot of things: the goof, the gashmius, the sedentary nature of the physical world is drawing us down. It's saying, flip channels, flip—you know, use your thumb more than anything else. Flip to the next Instagram post. Flip so to the next. So it's, this escalator is going down. So you have to use a little bit of momentum. To go up, walk up, the down escalator. That's it. But even forgetting that, Mashal. Just the idea that we're open to new things. Because if we understand that this life is the gift of nurturing and developing our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, would anybody say that, you know, I've been married to my spouse for five years, I don't want to know anything more about them. I don't want to know anything more about them. And the spouse is going to say to me, you know, I really would appreciate... If you would consider... I'd say, no! No, no! In this relationship, we're done. We're done. We're fixed. My mother didn't do that. My father didn't do that. I'm not doing that. But she wants to tell you something. Maybe she hasn't told you in five years. Or maybe you didn't think about it for five years. or ten years or twenty years. Maybe the two of you are now you know, empty nesters. You're sitting looking at each other in the Shabbos table. So... Is that the kind of person that you want to be? To say, you know, our relationship was set 25 years ago, so we're not going to do new things now. now. Or if you have a meaningful relationship with somebody, you say, wow, you know, I never knew that about us. I never knew that about you. I never knew that about my child or my parents or my friend. That's what a real relationship is about. It's always about exploring new things and finding out new things about that person. What would happen if Rahman al islam your spouse said to you, there's something important. We never really got to it. We never talked about it. We never got to it. And you said to them, Yo, no, 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 I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm good with this relationship. How would the person feel? What would it say about your relationship? He'd feel cold when he's sleeping in the garage. So that's, that's how we have to view our Yiddishkeit. La alo spesula mamadregos. That Yiddishkeit is about a relationship with your Reboshulim in the world. And what we constantly reveal about yeah. Hashem in the world and about our relationship with Hashem, Rev Cook writes this in the Einaya and in the Gemara in Shabbos, Lameisim chafshi. when a person is gone after this world, there's nothing else to explore, there's nothing else to reveal. He has a beautiful line, Mashi Yegala, Tomit Sa'd Elyon. We're constantly revealing and understanding more and more. And that is, I think, maybe the most important question in life, is our mindset. Do we view this life, our relationship with Hashem, our existence as one of a growth mindset, of madregos, of a sulam, of a ladder? And if we do, then it's okay that maybe I didn't know this about myself or about you, the Rebo five years ago. Or maybe I knew it, but I I didn't live up to it. But that's okay. Because now it's a new level. It's a new experience. it's, It's a new life. And so I think that's, just for starters, this fundamental question of, are we viewing our life in that way, as a ladder, as a step-by-step step that we can grow in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is going to set the tone for all the different things that we do and how we do them.